I'm Meredith, the mom. And I'm Elise, the stepmom. And this is our podcast, Mom Mom v. Mom. Mom. And the V is for Validates. A bi-weekly podcast where moms and stepmoms can actually relate by not only hearing themselves, but the other's perspective to objectively navigate the relationship, shits, and... And blended family chaos, aka life. Welcome to another episode of Mom v. Mom. Where the V is for validates. This week, we're discussing how we got ourselves into this blended family business. Because, yeah. girl, <laughs> on some days it takes a lot of courage to sign up and to stand tall it's in hard. these roles that we've gotten ourselves into. Mm-hmm. Additionally, we want to consider or we want to talk about what you may want to consider when you're dating while having a child, or if you're thinking about getting involved with someone who has a child. So we're going to jump right into this conversation, and I'm going to shoot over to Meredith, and I'm going to ask you, as the mom in the scenario, what were some of the things that you were thinking about when you met your boo, or how did you meet him, rather? Let's start there. Okay. Well, when I met him, I didn't know he was him. (laughs) Which I didn't know. What does that mean? Please tell us. So he's a friend of a friend, Mm -hmm. one of my closest friends. We would always do movie Mondays Mm -hmm. in Bryan Park. And I always want to do it, have people come. I'll cook some food to share, whatever. Very cute. And, you know, ironically enough, her person at the time didn't come. But my now lovely man (laughs) is or was her person's uh, really good friend. And so he showed up and funny enough, I needed a charger for my phone. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, well, I have a charger. He gave me his charger, but he had to leave. He's something about the train. So yeah, I was in the park and he gave you a charger. I'm assuming one of them portable joints. Yes, (laughs) it was. It was. I'm like, "Mm." it was. No, okay. So we, I think we had the portable charger. He gave me his cord. Got it. And he was trying to leave. Like, he had to go because he had to go catch a train mm-hmm. somewhere, wherever he was going. And I tried to give it back. And he was like, nah, you good? And I was like, sir, take your charger. <laughs> I will never see you again. <laughs> I'll get it next And he time. was like, nah, you good. I'll get it next time. And I looked at her and I'm like, girl, what? Why won't he take his stuff? <laughs> and so... Whatever. I got his number from her because, listen, you leave a charger with me, it's mine. (laughs) And I said, just in case I see him ever again, I don't want to be trifling. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, sis, you took my charger. (laughs) I told you not to give it to me. (laughs) And so they were, my girlfriend and her person at the time, they were doing like a barbecue. And she had said that he was going to be there. And I said, oh, I was like, give me his number so I could let him know. Hey, just remind me. So I sent him a text. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to be there. You know, bring the charger. So I brought the charger. And he stuck like glue (laughs) ever since. I'm like, and and the funny part is, is that like my my girlfriend, she was like, you know, she was still, at that time I was single Mm -hmm. for like, I want to say maybe Three years mm-hmm. hadn't gone. I just started dating. Mm-hmm. I had went on like a series of dates mm-hmm. right before I met him. 
mad wackos, jackos. <laughs> it was a mess. And I didn't even realize that he was like flirting or yeah. like interested. Mm-hmm. I remember vividly my oldest. She was with me at the barbecue and I kind of was like trying to keep my distance. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I was going to get a little <laughs> bit into that because obviously when you had the charge exchange, you weren't aware that this was going to turn into a relationship thing. Right. So I'm wondering at what point when you decided or when it was clear to you like this might be a thing, Mm -hmm. were you thinking about your oldest and the introduction? Like, how did that play out in your mind? Because if he saw, I'm assuming he saw her with you or did he not see her with you? No. So when we met, she wasn't so he had no me. idea you had a child. No, he did because okay. I talk about my daughter. I would talk about my daughter all the time, like Good. Okay. my life. Okay, you know she is my life. Sure. And so, concept of child existing, but that doesn't necessarily deter all men, and it doesn't really matter to all men depending mm-hmm. on what that man wants. And so, I literally saw him four days later. And she was with me mm-hmm. and was like, hey, this is, you know, so-and-so mm-hmm. and let's go to the apartment get the rest of the stuff. And he wanted to come along for the trip. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you next to me? <laughs> so they met very early. They met like, and not in but a- But not in a, this is a person that matters to me capacity. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, this is just another human on the planet. Sure. Mm-hmm. When- we got into it. They actually, so our relationship progressed very quickly. Mm-hmm. After dating mm-hmm. for a month, he was like, you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and then maybe a month later, mm-hmm. they were formally introduced. Mm-hmm. He kind of like took her out on a date. To Dave and Buster's. Okay. And so in the course of that time, you know, I got to get to understand, like, who he was with children. Mm -hmm. Because he has nieces and nephews who are very similar in age to the bigger one. And, you know, it was just like, all right, you might be safe, but I got to make sure that she's okay with you. What about you? Yeah. How did you meet your guy? So my story is not as fun or (laughs) (laughs) not as fun. I met my now husband at a work a work training. We met. (laughs) Yeah, it was. There are no sparks and butterflies and fun things. Oh, Um, I'm sure he was seeing a lot of sparks. I mean, I mean, but no, we met at a work training. I was running late to class and he was already there. The only available seat was next to him. And we, you know, that's when we met. Mm-hmm. And that was many a year ago at this point. Like, what year is it? That was like 14 years ago at mm-hmm. this point. And we were wow. friends. Yeah, we, we were wow. just friends for a very long time. Distant friends at that. We were only really connected through social media until 2014. My relationship seven years ago, right? Yeah. My relationship that I was in ended that year and we reconnected that same year. Mm -hmm. He had reached out to me because his father, who is much better now, Mm -hmm. had cancer. Mm -hmm. And he reached out to me as a planner to help him put together a fundraiser. So he reached out to me and we started working together and sort of 
became Mm -hmm. romantically involved at the time. Because we had been friends on social, I did see that he had a child. Got it. Okay. But we never talked about it because we didn't really, we didn't have that type of relationship where we were like talking all the time. Okay. But Wait, what? You never talked about it. So prior to us dating, I mean. Okay. Okay. So I knew going into dating him that he had a child. Because he would post Because I saw her on social media. Got it. Got but it. we didn't have this type of relationship where it was like, you know... Y'all weren't Let friends. me tell you, yeah, yeah. I'm had I had a kid, and you know this is a thing. Oh but so when we first started, yeah, when we first started dating, it wasn't something we even really discussed, other than me knowing that she existed, and mm-hmm. you know that the relationship with her mother <laughs> had ended. You know, right. which obviously was important. So he didn't necessarily have to introduce. I guess is my point. He didn't he have didn't to introduce, introduce the, the, the fact that he has a child. I had already known that. Right. And to be quite honest, if it wasn't for the fact that we had history, I probably would have never even bothered getting into a relationship with him because for me, it was always a huge no-no mm-hmm. to be dating a guy with a kid. Was mm-hmm. this the first time that you dated someone with kids? It was absolutely. And why was it a huge (laughs) (laughs) no-no? We, you know, the idea of dating with a kid, dating someone with a kid was always scary for, you know, really for two reasons. One huge one, (laughs) and then one smaller one. The huge reason, the main reason is because of, you know, the baby mama drama. Like, nobody wants to have to deal with the other woman in Mm -hmm. this scenario. You see it everywhere. You You hear it everywhere. (laughs) What happened? You become the other woman. me. I'm yes. the other woman. Yes. Yeah, you hear about baby mama drama all the time. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who's ever really seen it. Like, right. I have cousins who have, you know, children with mm-hmm. different women. And I've seen some drama. But, you know, there's there was no real example of what I was attempting, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't even say that I've, I've actually seen baby mama drama other than on TV. <laughs> but I definitely <laughs> didn't want none of that. <laughs> So I was like, you know, you this is why. Want key, key, key in your no. car because <laughs> at all, sis. But then the the second reason, if I'm being honest, is because you don't want that ready made family. You know, mm. you want to be the the dream is you meet a guy, you have a you know you have a child, you mm-hmm. build the life together. Yeah, the dream never included. Him already him having baby. bringing someone else's child into the situation, which ultimately means he's he's bringing this other person into the relationship mm-hmm. because you know that is just the reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen up, women! If you don't think that's the reality, it is. It's so mm-hmm. it was against the dream, mm-hmm. and it also had implications of you being sort of secondary, like yeah. having a really having a man bring a child into a situation, it's hard for you, at least it was hard for me to envision myself as the number one thing in his life, which Mm -hmm. we all want to be. Like, let's be honest. We want to be that. Even if it's just his romantic life or his personal life, you know, Mm -hmm. you expect people to have aspirations, et cetera. You don't want their whole world to center around you. But realistically, in a romantic relationship, you want to be the number one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just hard to see yourself as that when they have a kid because it almost feels it feels like they the kid has to be number one how can the kid not be yeah so you know for those reasons it was like yeah what made you say okay you knew him from 
work-ish. But what made you say, all right, well, this is not what I thought I would be doing. This is something that I was actually not for. But what made you say, come on, let's, you know, let's jump into this and try it out. I would have to say that the biggest sort of, I guess, the selling point for me was (laughs) (laughs) seeing how well he was able to sort of create boundaries and set expectations for me, for his daughter's mom, Mm -hmm. how well he was able to sort of navigate both relationships. Sort of, it gave me hope that, you know, as our relationship developed, he would be able to sort of manage both houses, mm-hmm. for lack of a better way of explaining it. You I mean, know? that's what it is, right? Yeah. You're, man- you're stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you have, especially, I think, I think men in blended families have a very large responsibility because you're dealing Absolutely. with two women. The biggest, the biggest, it's a huge two women. undertaking. Because you're balancing so, you know, just dealing with like masculine, feminine energy and Mm -hmm. different expectations and things like that. And that's why I actually would not be in a very serious relationship with men with children Mm -hmm. because I have my own experience, girl. Yeah. And my experience, it was not pleasant because you have the uprising of different female personalities. And so for me, it was just like, I had enough stuff to deal with on my own. And so I was in very high like Mm. with someone Mm -hmm. who had children, Mm -hmm. not just one. He Mm -hmm. had two. Did he have more than one? No, same mother, same mother. He was also older. Mm -hmm. And girl, I made a list Made the a pros list. and cons. And he was, no, he was just like, I made a list of like who I wanted my significant okay. other to be. Mm-hmm. And he was matching all of it except for this one little box that said no kids. Mm. And that was a deal breaker for you. It actually wasn't in the beginning. Okay. But then things in his life started getting a little crazy. And the conversation had a lot to do with mom. His, the child's mother. Yes. The children's mother. Right. And so that's where I was just, I like tapered it back a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I really, I can't. I had to like really check in with myself and say, is this something that you, Meredith, are willing to navigate? Mm-hmm. Is it something you want to navigate? Because mm-hmm. wanting and willing are two different things. And, you know, it just started turning me off. Yeah. And I was just like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's a real thing. And it's and it's important that you were able to identify that challenge and be honest with yourself enough to know that I can't. You know, because a lot of, I feel like, stepmothers want to think of themselves as being, I don't want to say good enough, but it's like, I'm the bigger person. I have this much of a heart. I can overcome these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not honest to themselves. Like, mm-hmm. you have to have a realistic view of what the challenges are going to be if you're going to get into a relationship with mm-hmm. a man with kids. And 
see past all of what might be beautiful. And, it's, and it doesn't make... real fast. Absolutely. And it doesn't make you a bad person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it doesn't make you a bad person if you're not trying to deal with all of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's great that you were able to recognize that. And, you know, and kudos it was, to it you. Was, it was hard. It was a hard decision because I, I adored him. Mm-hmm. But I was just like... How did you feel about the children? I didn't interact with them too much. Okay. Because we weren't... We were, like, really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And he was the first man that I actually was like, oh, okay, this is what a man is. And this is the potential for a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, we were really, really good friends. Nothing really happened. Mm -hmm. But I had the experience of, like, I can genuinely say that I loved and cared for him. Mm -hmm. And if it was a different space and time and opportunity, things probably would have gone much differently. So let me ask you, as having, you know, done the assessment yourself and deciding, like, I'm not dating nobody with no kids. That's what it was. (laughs) I was like, I'm good on that shit. How do you then walk into a relationship with children? That's so hypocritical, right? (laughs) Girl, I just have to ask. No, but I would say that. Right, I would say that all the time, and I would tell my girlfriends like, "Girl, I know this is some bull, but I have a child, but I don't want to date anybody with a child because it is extremely difficult. You're navigating all these different things that's not of you, Mm -hmm. and it might have, you know. And sometimes I think about whether or not that consideration was the right one, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sometimes you you think that... So in other situations, it was kind of like, well, this person has a child, so he understands what my potential experience is. Right. It has, my personal experience hasn't been the best. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been... It's been quite chaotic. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to potentially meet a man with a child who had an equally chaotic experience with their child's mother. Because that I the don't, home life would have been it's too much. I get that. And I also didn't have I didn't have the grounding that I I guess I have now in mm-hmm. understanding that that's not something that's gonna make or break your relationship because it's individualized to the mm-hmm. person, their yeah. growth, their awareness, their understanding how they deal. But it really has a lot to do with understanding the respect factor and understanding that like this man is going to have to choose. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to choose. And I'm I will never ask a man. Well, let me explore that for a second. Let me explore that for a second. When you say he's going to have to choose, what does that mean to you? Because a lot of what I see and even what my friends experience, because I have have like mm, a handful of close friends that have small children. I Mm -hmm. am, I have the oldest of Mm -hmm. all my friends Mm -hmm. pretty much. But, you know they may not be with their child's father. And it's like, there's a desire for the man as a mom to choose his child and not the other woman. But if you're married, and especially if you're married and you're in relationship with someone else, 
is kind of the expectation. Your wife is the person that should be number one, although you have children. Let me agree. I I agree (laughs) with your assessment of that as the mom Mm -hmm. in in this scenario. But I'm going to push back a little bit against that because I think, you know, what, and maybe this is an aha moment for the audience. I mean, just a point to to consider is the fact that in a situation that works, there isn't a, there isn't a choosing that happens, Mm -hmm. which is what I found Mm -hmm. out, you know, because again, I, I think I sort of touched upon that a little bit when I was explaining why I was hesitant to ever do it Mm -hmm. because of that. Like she can't, we can't both be number one. Mm So like, Mm -hmm. but I think what I learned in my relationship is that, and maybe this is an illusion. Maybe he's just a, a incredible magician and that's why it works. But there's no, I don't get this, feeling I, I've never felt that there was a choice made or mm-hmm. that there ever had that he ever was forced to make one whether mm-hmm. it be by me by mom mm-hmm. or and, and perhaps it's how he manages the situation but there's never I think in a in a situation like mine where I'm trying to decide where women if you're trying to decide should I date this man part of it I think is seeing how well he balances He's balancing yeah because there's never been a time where I felt sort of pitted against his daughter, my stepdaughter, the way that I thought that I would coming mm-hmm, into it. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like he had to choose me or her mm-hmm. because the relationship sort of existed, exists in a way where we, I know I'm important in these ways. Mm-hmm. I know she's important in these ways. Mm-hmm. In order for us to move forward in our relationship, this has to happen and that has to happen. And it's never a matter of her or me. Mm-hmm. It's we are. You got to both and. We are. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our situation. And what's in my best interest is in her best interest and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I would think it's sort of a red flag if you're trying to think, if you're in a situation where you're you're trying to assess whether you should move forward with the person with the child, if you're feeling that you need to choose, if this is something that you're saying to yourself about your this part, the partner, potential mm-hmm. partner, if you found yourself having said it, if you're thinking it, he needs to choose. Mm-hmm. If you've said it, mm-hmm. it's probably not the situation, right? Because <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's why I said, and that's why I initially started with like it. Just it seems like the man mm-hmm. is the one that carries a responsibility that he may or may not understand that affects both mm-hmm. grown-up women. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The children, definitely, because mm-hmm. I feel like you can navigate children pretty seamlessly, sometimes, depending on the situation. But when it comes to the idea of mom, stepmom, potential stepmom, girlfriend, whatever, if that's not handled properly, mm-hmm there can be other things that brew within it. And not force yeah. it. Because there's tons of situations where, you know, the man's way of making it work is kind of like, oh, well, we should just all parent together. Right. No, no. I, I, did not, <laughs> I did not have this baby with this woman now. So I need you to speak for yourself. Right. Do your part. And I think that's kind of where 
perhaps the choice comes into play mm-hmm. where it's just like, are you going to choose to do what you feel is right for your child in this situation? Or are you going to choose to take the weight, consideration, comments, and opinions of someone who didn't create this child? Okay. Assuming that's the struggle. Right? Assuming that's your struggle. Assuming that's that, struggle. I, listen. Because I know. <laughs> we're all speaking, we're all speaking from personal experiences here, right? So, you know, as our conversations go on, you know, episodes and episodes into the future, we'll get into all of this juicy stuff. But at the very least, I, I do understand that from the onset, you are without knowing anything. Mm-hmm. It's easy to assume or to suspect or to expect <laughs> <laughs> that the man in this situation is going to be pit between two women's mm-hmm. desires yeah. for for the life, for their lives. And for 18 years. <laughs> and that's and that's a real and I mean that's real. That's real because a lot of the, you know, sort of more intricate things mm-hmm. don't present themselves in those initial Girl. months, in those initial conversations. You know, yeah. you don't know how deep the well goes. <laughs> until, you don't know how deep the it. well goes, but then you also, there's this mystery that is present. Mm-hmm. That you sometimes, and like my, I've had experiences where, you know, it's kind of like there's always questions about in dating a man with a child. There were questions about just like what really happened and what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. Because you obviously you're getting the perspective sure. from the person that's telling you the conversation. And then you have another human living, breathing, thinking human being over mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. who has a certain demeanor, expectations, whatever the case is, where it's just like, well, why is she acting like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's valid. I definitely take it all in with a grain of salt. Like, we're all people. Right. You know, everybody, my husband had a whole life with a with a this person. A whole other person. And there, you know, it worked and then it didn't. And I'm not going to assume, even though I hear, you know, I hear what I hear. You know, I'm not going to assume. <laughs> I'm not going to assume this person didn't have their reasons. Like, I, I would, I would lie. I would be lying if I never said to myself, like, this is probably why she. <laughs> this shit right here. Right. But, but, but I lost my entire train of thought. That's all right. But no, no, no. You're, it's just the mystery. The mystery there, is all. Ton, right. Thank it's you. The there's mystery. tons of mystery around. Because we don't know what happened. We don't. We, we have, don't. we have, you know, they always say it's three sides to the story. His, His hers, and the truth. And, the truth. Mm-hmm. and only God knows the truth. <laughs> if that. Go ahead. I wanted to ask you, so does having, having had your experience with the person that you were in, you know, very deep alike with, mm-hmm. and seeing how, you know, embracing your fears or maybe not embracing it, maybe deciding that you're not going to be in this relationship mm-hmm. with this guy, with mm-hmm. this with this children. Mm-hmm. Does that experience in any way change your expectations of your partner when deciding to be in a relationship or even navigating your relationship? Like, does, does, 
did your does your hesitance or what was your hesitancies around being in a relationship impact how you how you manage expectations with your partner or did it in in any way affect how he what you expect from him in your relationship? Well, when it came down to making a decision, obviously he didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not even clear if he ever dated anyone with kids. Mm-hmm. So for me, I looked for things to say, I basically qualified him. Mm-hmm. So like things like whether he's good with kids or not and understanding that through whether it's his life work, his family, whatever, he has nieces and nephews that he apparently adored mm-hmm. and he would know about things that I'm talking about because I'm, you know, I'm talking about kid stuff. He'll know about it. So it's like, oh, you know this. And then also just like whether or not he, what was his kind of like background, his family, whether he was raised by a good family or what I thought was a good family, you know, qualifying like his ideas. And we we had, we had a very big conversation at one point about his own hesitation of dating someone with a kid or like being or marrying someone with a kid. And he was very clear on like, I'm not trying to be that dude where the kid is 14 talking about, you ain't my daddy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, she would never do that. <laughs> and at that time, I think she was five. <laughs> she might have been six. <laughs> and I was just like, she would never do that. But, you know, just understanding his thought process mm-hmm. and understand, saw how like he would consider certain things. Like even to this day, I'm a very early sleeper. I always have very early days. He's a night hawk. And it was just like, he had to show up in very different ways that was different from who he naturally was. Mm-hmm. And so once we got a little bit more serious, like I was talking to my older god sister and I was very much having conversation about it because it was big I hadn't been in a relationship in a really long time mm-hmm. and I was just like this is weird I don't know what to do with this and he was he was doing it mm-hmm. like he was doing it and he at a certain point like he was like really helping me with her because mm-hmm. I was in school and he was like picking her up and doing all the things just to support me And as he was around a little bit more, their relationship started to blossom. Mm -hmm. I would say that the biggest challenge for him not having any kids or understanding that was just like my life experience was just very foreign to him. He came from two-parent households, Mm -hmm. whereas I'm from, I was raised by a single mother. So whatever life threw at me, it was just like what it was. So the unfortunate experiences that I've had with my daughter's other parent, he just doesn't understand it. He Mm -hmm. doesn't know necessarily how to support that. And, you know, he has his own questions, valid questions. Mm -hmm. Like, why is this the way that this is? And, Mm -hmm. you know, and we navigate the territory in very similar but different ways because we want the same goal, which is for our daughter to be good, Mm -hmm. but how we engage it is very different. And Mm -hmm. that is challenging because sometimes I just want to have support to just vent and he can't fix it and he wants to fix it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, where we are now is just we're raising these kids and grateful for it. It's been 
six years. Mm-hmm. And it like he legit has been with her for six years mm-hmm. because we jumped right in. Mm-hmm. Like we met the end of August. I was at Thanksgiving. so for women who are considering dating a man Mm -hmm. with a child which you did Mm -hmm. you're now married to one who Mm -hmm. has a child from a former relationship what would you say is your moment of truth when it came to choosing in or opting out so for me the biggest thing was recognizing his ability to create boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, while you still have a child with another person and that person is still going to be actively involved in her life, our lives to an extent, there has to be an ability to draw a line. You have to be able to say, you know, I'm available to you in this way, but not this way. I can do this thing for you, but not this thing. Mm -hmm. Because I think the fear for me was mom is always going to be interfering in our relationship in one way or another. Mm -hmm. She's going to be calling at the least opportune time. She's going to be inserting her opinion and, you know, impacting the way we do things. And I won't be able to naturally function as the woman in your life because you have another woman in your life that you need to, you know, appease. Mm -hmm. But his ability to really draw those lines and say like this is what i this is what i will be doing this is what i won't be doing yes you know your opinion matters in these ways but maybe not so much in these mm-hmm. being able to really clearly delineate was very very helpful and powerful for me because i never felt like i was you know sort of just on a whim, just, you Hanging know, in the balance. And yeah, just I'm in this relationship and wherever the wind takes it, I'm mm-hmm. swinging along with it. Mm-hmm. So that was very important to me and also to his ability to prioritize and to set expectations, which, you know, very much related to my first point. But just being able to say, this is the time we have together. This is what we're going to do with it. Our daughter, my my stepdaughter is with us biweekly. Mm-hmm. We're not, she she doesn't live with us. So being able to identify like how time is going to be spent, what is going to be the most important way, you know, we interact with her, us being on the same page about how, who I am, what I mm-hmm. am to her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not her replacement mom. I'm not mom number two, you know, mm-hmm. just understanding his ability to help sort of usher me into her life Mm -hmm. and also seeing how he managed that relationship was was important to me Mm -hmm. because you know it's a very nice sort of perk Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be able to get sort of a sneak peek into what that relationship what your future may look like if you guys move forward and you have children together Mm -hmm. even you know in a lot of ways with respect to my stepdaughter's mom. How does he manage a relationship going wrong? Right. You know, like, if we are at odds with each other, is he gonna, am I that bitch? Like, right, is he, right, is he right. slamming doors in my face? Is, yeah. that, is nothing I'm saying matters? Yeah. So it even provided insight in that way because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, they had a relationship. It went left some kind mm-hmm. of way. Mm-hmm. But they, but he can still find a way to respect her, you yeah. know? So it helps, it helped, you know, give a window for me into how he, manages how he problem solves, how Mm -hmm. he manages difficult relationships, you know? Yeah. All of those things were 
Are there very, any challenges that you find that you had to experience that may or may not have been resolved yet that you were like, okay, this is something to consider, but it's not a deal breaker? Yeah. The major challenge of, you know, our relationship is knowing and accepting, because knowing is not enough, (laughs) (laughs) that the terrain is always changing because Mm -hmm. you're dealing with a whole other person who has needs that are changing and or Mm -hmm. evolving. You have feelings that change and all of that can impact your life, Mm -hmm. you know, directly or indirectly. If mom wants to move, where's the kid going to be? How mm-hmm. does that impact how you spend your holidays? Like, mm-hmm. how does it impact visits? You mm-hmm. know, if, is, is she upset? Is she had, did she have a new relationship? You mm-hmm. know, is she, did she suffer a major loss? Like, there's a whole other person who, because my stepdaughter lives with her full time and you know, I guess takes on some of that, is impacted by her feelings and brings that to us, even, you know, indirectly. Or if it's directly like, I'm feeling this way, I'm putting it on you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm deciding to change the visitation schedule because this is what I need now, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, the the terrain in which you're trying to navigate this relationship is always changing. So that's sort of the major challenge because you have to be able to sort to adapt, to mm-hmm. assess and adapt. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, she's in private school now. This is what she needs, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or we're doing dance now or we're doing, you know, football or, <laughs> you know, we're doing nothing or now we, now you have her for the summers, you know, all of that changes. Yeah. So the major challenge without knowing, it changes without knowing it mm-hmm. a lot of the times, mm-hmm. at least in my experience, you know, one year we don't have her at all. The next year we have her the whole summer and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, swivel. So that's the major challenge. So knowing and preparing, preparing yourself for that, you know, it can be tough. It's a little bit of a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. But yeah, roller coasters, that's what blended family. I mean, shit. That's what life. Family period life is. But when you add all the different dynamics of all the people and all the things, it can get increasingly... The only thing that comes to mind is chaotic. (laughs) But we are just scratching the surface here and we are going to be talking about a lot, a lot of different things. But, you know, listen, if you're new or a vet to momming in a blended family, you find yourself, you know, relating to any of the things that we're talking about, you know, feel free to hit us up. We can be found on Instagram at underscore mom v mom underscore. Or you can send us an email at momvalidatesmom at gmail.com. But please let us know your thoughts. Give us feedback. Let us know what you're, you know, let us know what's going on. Yeah. Um, If you were looking for something that we didn't hit upon, let us know. Or let us know if you felt every minute of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually now currently in this moment interested in how people have made these decisions. Mm. Like, because once you're in it, it changes. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. A couple of people be like, I'm second thing. I'm, <laughs> this is, I'm, I'm giving this a second thought. 
<laughs> Listen, you know, I have regular communications with stepmothers online. Yeah. Right? And it's a thing. Like, yeah. wait. Is this what we're doing? Yeah. Oh. Mm. I don't know how I feel about this now. But we're going to talk about how we feel about it. <laughs> don't forget to join us every other Tuesday uh, when we launch new episodes at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. They'll be available on all platforms where you can find podcasts. Next time, we will get into these terms, nicknames, and abbreviations for moms and stepmoms. Like, what are they all about? Yeah, like... Where do they come from? Elise knows all these things. I know all of them. On the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Where moms are referred to, you know, I don't know whether it's the culture, the community, or whatever, but it should be interesting, Mm -hmm. and we will see you guys then. Thank you for listening to Mom V Mom, where the V is for validates. If you enjoyed our talk today, we invite you to subscribe for new episode alerts and write a review. If you have any questions for us, feel free to shoot us an email or drop us a message via the Anchor app. All details can be found in this episode's description.